all of your values, everything your company stands for, the major day-to-day experience of the organization, all of it is experienced by an employee through their immediate supervisor. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. So glad you could be with us for the show and uh, excited to tell you about an opportunity that people have been asking for for a long time. And Karen and I finally said, okay, let's do it. What are we talking about here? If you're listening anywhere close to real time, in the fall of 2021, we are going to launch a special open enrollment program for managers. And uh, the reason that I say that people have been asking for this for a while is, you know, what what commonly happens, the majority of the work we do is an organization hires Karen and I to go and work with their leaders. And you may have been a part of one of those programs, and that's why you're listening to the show. Maybe you found the show elsewhere, but we'll usually be working with a big group, 12, 15, 20, 60, 200 managers in an organization. Well, quite frequently, we'll get asked, hey, I would love for my managers to experience one of your programs, but I only have two. There's only three of us. It's a smaller organization, or I have funding for one right now, whatever that might look like. Do you have an open enrollment, something I can send one person to, two people to? And we haven't until now. Starting this September 2021, the kickoff will be September 23rd, we're going to do a live online six-session open enrollment leadership development program to help your managers or you, if you'd like to enroll yourself, lead with clarity, confidence, and compassion, taking all of the same human-centered leadership tools, skills, and strategies that we share in organizations around the world, opening the doors, helping you or your managers have that same opportunity. So we're pretty excited about this. It's going to be a great opportunity to learn alongside other leaders and managers from different organizations, all those same human-centered leaders that uh, that you can learn from as well as Karen and I. Okay, so what are we talking about in this program? We will start with the six concepts you can't lead without. Building your foundation to really rock your role, identify your strengths, your opportunities, and building a foundation for your leadership development. Then we'll move to focus on your productivity at work, aligning your team around the activities that support the most important strategic initiatives and the work that matters most, help you to put people before projects and cultivate collaboration by tapping into the unique motivations of every team member and developing and fostering meaningful relationships. Then we'll help you develop a stronger team with career development plans, coaching, encouragement, and considered feedback to help your people become their very best. It's an area where a lot of leaders struggle, and we give you some real practical tools to help develop your people and ensure that they're taking responsibility for their own development. From there, we'll move to the art of advanced accountability, where you'll get the tools that you need to provide specific, meaningful feedback, set clear expectations, hold candid and productive conversations about performance that are going to build results and relationships. And then finally, How do you galvanize the genius? How do you excite your team to action, develop a targeted communication strategy, improve meetings, and ensure that all of the leadership development and team building that you're doing doesn't regress or corrode back to the way it used to be, that you keep it going once the program's over? So that's just a quick overview of this fall, 2021, starting September 
our special fall enrollment, open enrollment program. Seats are limited, so we're not going to just do an infinite number of seats. We do have a limited space, so I encourage you to reserve today. How do you do that? Well, easiest way to do it, you can go to letsgrowleaders.com, go to the menu, click on services, and you'll see a limited time open enrollment fall 2021 menu option that you can click on, and that'll walk you through the process from there. Or if you're driving right now or don't have access to the web and you worry you'll forget that, just send me an email, david.die, D-Y-E, at letsgrowleaders.com. All right, let's get on with the show. So last uh, last episode, we talked to Scott Motz about leading from the middle and all of the techniques and skills and opportunities and mindset and so many great tools to help leaders who are a boss themselves, but who also report to a boss who are leading from the middle to do that effectively. One of the follow-up questions to that episode comes from Brandon in Seattle. And Brandon's question, or it's not even a question as much as a comment and a reminder that one of the most important decisions that leaders will make, particularly people leading from the middle or senior leaders, and it's one of those that ultimately reinforces and creates and propagates your culture, is the decision and the choice about who you put into leadership roles. And so that's not something that Scott and I talked about. And basically, Brandon was saying, hey, you got any thoughts on that? And the answer is, oh, do I ever? Of course I do. Hey, this is Nora, and I have a question. Hi, David. My name is Jamie, and I'm calling in from Maine. My question is about... Hey, David. This is Julian from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is John from Colorado Springs. This is Johan White from Kingston. I have a question for you. This is Cynthia from Baltimore. Hi, David. This is Susan from New Jersey, and my question is... Hi, David. This is Dean from Denver. I would love your advice on this. So thanks to Brandon for that question, and if you'd like to send in your question, love to answer it. Uh, in a future episode, you can do that at leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. Click the big orange button and leave us your question. Or you can email it to me, david.die at letsgrowleaders.com. All right, so Brandon's question. Well, let's start with the foundation here. Yes, one of the most important leadership decisions you'll ever make is the choice to promote someone into a leadership role. Who you promote into leadership, it sends a powerful message of what matters most in your organization. If you promote leaders who are aligned with your culture, you'll build momentum with that culture. Get it wrong, though, and you undo all of the good that you've already done. So, yeah, that's sobering to consider that all of your values, everything your company stands for, major, major the major day-to-day experience of the organization, all of it is experienced by an employee through their immediate supervisor. And all the data that's out there continue to suggest that for the vast majority of employees, that experience is still not a great one. And right now, as we're recording this, we're in the middle of the great resignation, and we're hearing all kinds of stories of people who really frustrated at how they're being treated, the culture they're a part of, and like, I don't want to do this anymore, right? And not feeling like they have to. The antidote, of course, is to promote leaders with culture-building motivation. What does that mean? The first place you're focusing is on the person that you're considering promoting, what are their leadership motivations? Why does the person you're considering want to lead? And in a past episode, we've talked about the five common reasons that people seek out promotions to management and leadership roles, the five P's of leadership motivation. The first three are power, paycheck, and pride. So power is the perception of control, paycheck, the financial incentives involved with those roles, and third is pride. That's the prestige that someone feels uh, that comes with the title. 
And again, there's nothing inherently wrong with those motivations. They're human nature. The challenge is that people who want to lead primarily for any of those three reasons won't succeed. The desire for power, for more money, for prestige or pride, they're selfish motivations. Again, nothing wrong with that, but they're about the person, not their team or the work. And a leader who shows up every day to fill those motivations won't have influence with their people. People who take leadership roles for those first three P reasons are going to experience frustration. The power is an illusion. The increased pay rarely feels worth the additional responsibilities. And the prestige of a title is not a lasting source of self-esteem. And leaders who are leading from those motivations can't provide the hope that their people need. And these managers will either decide it's not for them, or maybe they go after the next promotion thinking, oh, this will be the one that fulfills those. It's, a, it's an endless circle. The final two motivations, though, are different. The fourth and fifth Ps are purpose and people. Purpose, that's the reason for the work, the results the team exists to achieve. And then people, supporting, developing, and bringing people together as a team. So leaders who focus on purpose or people naturally have more influence. They connect to their team. They help everyone achieve more than they could individually. And people are better off having worked for these leaders. So that's your first focus. You want to build your culture. Promote leaders who have motivations that are healthy, purpose and people. Next, promote leaders who show ability. Make sure they have the core competencies to succeed in the role. You want to look for people with the ability to do their core work with credibility and competence, who are able to influence other people without relying on formal authority. In other words, do they need power to get things done, or are they, under, they understand how to use influence? And when they have power, are they able to use power judiciously? Are they able to have difficult conversations when needed? And of course, there are so many other leadership and management skills to master, but if you focus on those four, those are going to allow a newly promoted person to learn the other skills they need while they're leading and getting the training they need if they haven't had it already. Okay, so how do you find candidates who have that motivation and ability to lead well? Well, for any position, the best candidates are going to be the people who already demonstrate the core competencies that you're looking for. You don't want to wait and find out after you put them in that role. So you can look for high potential leaders in action learning projects, uh, interdepartmental teams, committees, ad hoc projects, interim assignments, maybe when a supervisor is absent, employee-sponsored initiatives. There are so many different opportunities that you can use that will reveal leadership motivations and give your growing leaders a chance to practice influence without having a formal title. You can observe how are they using the limited authority that those roles give them. Can they be trusted with power? Do they focus on the purpose? Do they build relationships? Leadership development programs can also give you a good chance to see who's serious about the opportunity to lead. If you're using a nine-box succession planning strategy, you can include those motivations and abilities in your calibration discussions. And then one of our favorite litmus tests for whether you'd want to promote somebody into a leadership role or not uh, came from a senior leader, heard at a conference, and he was asked, like, who do you, how do you decide who you want to put in these roles? And he said, oh, my, my test is this. Would I want my child working 
for this person? Great question to ask. Cuts through and combines all of these things. Is that a leader I'd want my child working for? Then yeah, they might be, might be the right person for the role. All right, so that's the answer to today's question, follow-up from leading from the middle. Who are you putting into those leadership roles? How are they building your culture? How are they advancing your results? And when you promote leaders, think about every one of those decisions is either going to build or break up your culture. Those are your options. There's no neutrality in this. Think critically about the abilities and the motivations of every leader you promote. And you're on your way to being the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.